Hi everyone, I am Rhythma and I am a fourth year medical student at Rowan School of Osteopathic Medicine. And I am John Gerges, a third year medical student at Rowan School of Osteopathic Medicine. And today we will be talking about how you can excel in your medicine clerkship. So medicine is definitely one of those most grueling clerkships as it takes you back to the drinking from the fire hose analogy. We hope this podcast and the tips we share in this podcast help calm the nerves and anxiety associated with uh, starting your clerkship in internal medicine. You've heard it before, but your rotation is truly what you make of it. Here are are some tips that you can employ at the very first day of your rotation. So first and foremost, I would say that you should introduce yourself to your residents, attendings, nurses on the floor you're on, and your fellow students. It should be your goal on your very first day to find the attending you will be working with. Do not just sit around and wait for them to show up. Nurses will sometimes be the first people you meet because the attending is usually doing their attending business, seeing patients in a meeting, etc. So nurses can play a crucial role in the health of a patient and therefore it's important for you to establish good relations with them from the get go. Residents are tricky, they're residents. Some residents are prepared to teach and tag you along and some are not fully rested yet. So it is a part of teach and tag uh, you along and some are not fully rested, sorry. It's a part of the job and training process. So be patient with the time residents because it is hard to understand how they're feeling at the time. Residency is not easy and as medical students, emotional intelligence is key to building a good relationship with the residents. Just do your best to attend to their needs and ask if they need help. Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. But remember, residents are your advocate in front of the attending. Um, We will come back to this topic and discuss how to approach them and what to do with the residents itself. Uh, So we were talking about identifying yourself as a medical student. So that's first. Speak with the attending and set the expectations together. Uh, You could do this in private and ask the attendings what are the expectations, what are things that they expect from you, along with what, what is in your syllabus for your clerkship. This will also give everyone a clear idea of who you are as well and what your role is in on the medical team. All right, so coming back to the residents, the next thing we can recommend is observe your residents and see how they do things. Everyone does things a little bit differently. Um, And here's the caveat to which we said that we're going to discuss later. So one of the things you want to do is ask your residents what they find essential regarding taking an HPI, uh, reviewing a chart, and how you should present patients to the current attending, as every attending has a slightly different way they like uh, presentations to be. Every attending has a different style and appreciates different things. As a medical student, you must become adaptable. It's not always easy, but absorb as much feedback as you can. Um, nothing is really personal. You know, everything they tell you is to help you become a better student and eventually a better physician. Later, you can reflect on the things that they teach you and process the things you wish to add to your skill set, what things you are already good at, and what things you can improve on. If you are new to or less familiar with the EMR, it can help to ask a resident what their quote-unquote flow is. When reviewing the chart of a new patient or during their morning chart check for patients they already know. In other words, 
how do they efficiently navigate through the EMR to get the information they need without spending too much time? Remember, be adaptable. This is the name of the game. Even with the EMR workflows, styles, and techniques, change with every attending and resident you encounter. Once you have been seeing patients for a couple of days, ask for an informal one and one-on-one -on -one feedback from your residents and from your attendings. In addition to providing valuable information on your strengths and weaknesses, this shows that you care and want to approve that to be an efficient member of the team. If you do have an interest in internal medicine, be sure to express your interest early on and why you're interested in internal medicine. This is necessary, especially if you're looking for a letter of recommendation. If you have identified an attending from who do you, who, who you would like a recommendation from, try to bring this up as early as possible. This way you can also sort out expectations and your attending can see that you're actively trying to become a better student and physician. Also, they can write things down as they go, which will help improve your letter and give it a more personal feel, which is very good for residency applications. You don't want a general letter of recommendation. Admissions can read right through those. So you want to stand out. This can be a difficult thing to ask for, but can be phrased like this. Hi, Dr. So-and-so, I've really enjoyed working with you and this team, and I'm thinking to apply, to apply to internal medicine. I would like to ask if you might be able to write me a letter of recommendation, if you feel like you can write a strong one at the end of our time together. So it's very important, that last point, because you don't want a weak letter of recommendation, of course. You wanna make sure your relationship is good with the attending so that he or she can write you a strong letter of recommendation. Yep, definitely. So another approach, which which can be a little bolder, and I feel like this approach is maybe easier for students who definitely know they wanna I, go into IM to follow. So there's definitely a difference between saying, I'm interested in IM versus I intend to go into internal medicine. So speak to your attending in the very first few days about a letter of recommendation. Make it known to them that you are dedicated to the field and that you are looking for their recommendation. This allows for constant feedback, which is necessary for you to proceed into the next rotation and allows for a strong LOR as well. Now, let's return to the very important caveat of following your resident's presentation and history taking style. Understand that residents are already familiar with the patients that you will be seeing. They may have had a particular patient for days or even weeks at that point, so they may not need to ask everything on your HPI list. However, you still need to do your due diligence in taking a complete history, especially the first time you see the patient. Don't just rely on a note in EMR to tell you the history and don't get caught slacking because the attendings will definitely know that. The more detailed a patient history you can take, the better it will be and it'll benefit the team as well as the patient. Especially when you can provide that extra collateral information on your patient, it definitely goes a long way and shows your initiative and efforts as well. This isn't just to impress your seniors, but also to strengthen the relationship with your patients and especially to improve your own clinical skills. Having a lengthier conversation with the patient during your first encounter will also help you to get a feel for each other and build rapport. The hospital can be a boring place for patients and many of them will appreciate it when you take the time to talk to them. Sometimes 
uh, patients have no one else to talk to, so be kind and empathetic. Some will not want to be bothered, and that is okay as well, and this is important to take note of as well. For example, during my IM clerkship, I was following a patient for a week. The patient had multiple things going on and was likely going to be on palliative care. We were having table rounds at the time, and we decided that we may have to go talk to the patient and their family about their wishes. Before my attending went into the room, um, she asked if anyone on the team knew whether the patient's family would be coming in that day so that we would uh, time rounds according to when the family would be there as well. A simple conversation with the patient beyond their overnight medical events helped me to know that the patient's spouse would be coming in later that day in the afternoon. Even though this is such a small detail, these sorts of things can really help the team run more efficiently and can help you be a part of the team, especially when you're starting on early on. You may not know each and every treatment regimen, dose, or test that should be ordered, but even having a conversation with the patient can definitely go a long way. I had an attending once who always said that there are no bad historians, just bad history takers, and which they emphasize that it's just based on how we ask questions that we're able to extrapolate that information from the patient, not necessarily waiting for the patient to give us open-ended long answers. As you progress through the rotation, it is important to always try to adapt and perfect your history taking skills and presentation skills to obtain and impart a better understanding of your patient beyond their just medical problems. And that will be the next thing we're going to talk about because presenting the patients to the attending is a very important skill um, and it's something you will be doing throughout your rotations and through your residency. So the earlier you can you know, be good at it the better. So what scared me about presenting patients on internal medicine is that there are multiple medical issues and all of them sound equally as scary. So I was definitely initially confused about which issue is the priority. I think our success as students is dependent on being able to differentiate between relevant medical issues and background comorbidities. Make sure you are aware of the chief complaint of the patient presenting to the hospital. Being aware of all the medical issues is also important, but being able to see which one or two things are the most important is critical because those are the things you'll be focusing on during that patient's stay. Be aware that this may change day to day or week to week, especially if the patient is staying for a longer hospital stay. What the patient came in with sometimes may not be an ascent may be as essential on the 20th day as it was on their first day so make sure again that you are adaptable um, and recognizing different uh, medical conditions and how to go about them mm -hmm. and going in hand in hand with that it's important to come up with a plan you can come up with an assessment as well and prioritize your differential list based on the priority, but it's very, very important to come up with a plan. Even if it's a bad one, you have to come up with a plan. And uh, this is something I struggle with a lot personally, especially as a new student, we tend to present on the subjective and objective part and hope sometimes that a resident will chime in during the assessment and plan section. Uh, but later I realized that it's better to be wrong and be corrected than to never even attempt to make my own plan. Coming up with your own plan and seeing how it compares to your resident or your attendings plan will help you learn a lot and get the most out of your rotation. 
While this may sound pessimistic at first, residents and attendings often have often told me that they expect me to get things wrong, especially when starting third year on a new, or on a new rotation. Anything you get correct is just a plus. Assessment and plan discussions are also the best opportunity to ask questions about your patients and also it shows your initiative to your attending that even if you came up with a bad plan you recommended something that might not be useful inpatient and it's more useful outpatient and maybe it's not a feasible test because a lot of times in first and second year we learn about tests which uh, just tells us that's the test but it doesn't tell us like at what point of their uh, hospital stay do we introduce that test and what are the other things that are preventing us from doing that test if you come up with a plan you show some initiative your attendings know that you try to look it up you try to uh, use your brain you try to uh, incorporate your own clinical skills and your critical thinking skills which is definitely very very important that's a great point and to add one of the best ways to learn is to offer to see new admissions Seeing new admissions allow you to really get to see a patient from start to end, um, depending, of course, on how long your rotation is. But usually internal medicine rotations are relatively long. So you'll be able to get to see a good amount of patients from beginning to end. So you definitely want to ask your resident in this situation to go down to the emergency department to see a patient for a new admission. Ask also how you can help in admitting the patient. Even if it is just asking a question to the nurse calling or calling the pharmacy, this can help make your residence day easier. And remember, if you make your residence day easier, they're going to make your day easier. Plus, it helps you take ownership of your patient and learn more about how the hospital works. Yep, I think that definitely kind of wraps it up, tells us what you should really hit on uh, in terms of presenting and how you should go date about your day on your medic medicine clerkship but something that's very very important is to be kind on your clerkships and i feel like that is not emphasized focus too much on how to present patients how to write a perfect note and how to do uh school stuff study for exams but being kind on your rotation will probably trump all of that in medical school we're all type a personalities to some extent but if not kept in check this can be harmful to our relationships with our fellow students so avoid correcting your friends on rounds and or answering questions that were directed to somebody else you want to be someone who's easy to work with someone who is enjoyable pleasant to be around kindness can definitely go a long way be kind to your friends residents and all the other hospital staff at the end of the day, personality is going to be something that factors into your evaluations and in the future, your residency interviews. You want to make people like you. You can have the perfect plan, perfect assessment, perfect note, but if you're not somebody who is easy to work with, all of that is not gonna matter as much. So you have to be kind, not just to your attendings and people who are writing your evals, but also to your fellow students. Great point. And just to add, you know, you never wanna seem like you're coming off as pretentious um, because that doesn't look good for you. Um, so I'm sure you've heard this before, but you don't want to come off as a quote unquote gunner uh, because attendings don't really like to see that. But a uh, second point is um, you don't want to try to walk around quote unquote empty handed. So there are a lot of clinical decision support apps out there. Um, and for those of you who don't know, clinical decision support apps are 
these applications on your phone like Dynamed or Amboss that have information summarized, you know, at your fingertips. So that can be really helpful. Um, and one of the great things about being a member of ACPNJ is that you do get Dynamed access. And that is very helpful on rotations because there can be a lot of things your attending asks for you to look up and you have plenty of opportunities to look really good in front of your attending by searching up things quickly on Dynamed. You know, use your skills of using technology because it, it is right there for you. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. I had a patient once with alcohol withdrawal. It helped. I was proactive enough to look up the SIBA protocol, mention that, mention the current guidelines of using Ativan, and that really helped my attending see that I was taking an initiative in doing things as well. So definitely uh, getting those apps will be your best friend on your rotations in terms of how to come up with a plan as well. And there's so much as students that we can improve on that sometimes we don't get the basics of how to even be a good team player down. I would argue that it may be uh, important to know answers to questions, but even more important to be a kind, fun person to be around. So ask questions when appropriate, show your personality, take the rotation as a learning opportunity to be a better medical student, translate these skills to your uh, to these skills to your next rotation and really advocate for your patient's needs. I hope these tips help someone and we'll see you soon in our next podcast. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.